Jack Burton and the Pork Chop Express, and I'm talking to whoever's listening out there. Like I told my last wife, I says, honey, I never drive faster than I can see. Besides that, it's all in the reflexes. Pork Chop Express to take his advice on a dark and stormy night, all right? When some wild-eyed, eight-foot-tall maniac grabs your neck, taps the back of your favorite head up against a barroom wall, and he looks at Crypt in the eye, and he asks if you've paid your dues. Well, you just stare that big sucker right back in the eye, and you remember what old Jack Burton always says at a time like that. Have you paid your dues, Jack? Yes, sir, the check is in the mail. Guys, it's the Real Green Monster coming at you with another fresh episode of Cultivation Conversation. I'd just like to take a minute here to talk about our sponsors. First off, it's Autopot. This is a product that me and the captain both use and believe in wholeheartedly. Uh, it's very simple to use. It's a gravity-fed automated watering system that requires no power, no pumps, and no timers to operate. It's the only plant-driven automated watering system on the market. And it's so precise that it'll actually reduce consumption of water and feed by an impressive 50% while increasing yields. Now, this is designed for both novice and professional growers in mind. Autopod creates the perfect system for growing effectively and efficiently at the same time. Get your life back and let your plants feed themselves. Use code CC10 for 10% off your entire order at Autopod USA. That's CC10 for 10% off your entire order at Autopot USA. And next we have Fish Head Farms Fish Shit. This is a fantastic product that the captain and I both use. Uh, it works really, really well to help increase terpenes, yield. Uh, it helps your, your root zone. It really is a fantastic product. And if you're not using fish shit, quite honestly, you're just cheating yourself. Head over to Fish Head Farms, use code CC15 for 15% off your entire order at Fish Head Farms, that's CC15 for 15% off your entire order at Fish Head Farms. Thanks for listening, guys. It's going to be another great episode. We appreciate you tuning in. What is going on, everybody? How y'all doing out there in podcast land? What's going on? Hey, howdy, gang. What up, what up? We got a special guest down there in the bottom right corner tonight, everyone. It's Manny from Autopot USA. How's it going, everybody? Happy Welcome, to be here. Brother. Thank you, guys. Thank you. A it's an honor. round of applause. It's an honor, really. Thank you. Thanks. We're happy to have you back. You were, um, you know, we had, had you on about a year ago, I think, when really you were kind of introducing me to Autopots at that point in time remember um, that didn't i get you a system right after that we got you hooked yeah. up you did yeah. you did i've been using it since and it's been kicking ass man i, no I can't even 
Like, honestly, I, I can't thank you enough. It's, it's really been a, a game changer. You know, I know it's a cliche term, but like, I could never go back to the way I was doing it before. It's, no doubt. No doubt. We, we like, so. we like crack model a lot here at AutoPot because we're just hustlers anyway. So we, uh, the, the best thing we can do is just give systems out to people that are interested. And then, you know, nine times out of 10, it, it's a home run. You know, everybody, everybody loves it. And that's, that's really been the secret to our success, man. You know, we've gotten a lot of swag over the, the last year and a half or so. Before that, all our money just went to giving, putting systems in people's hands, man, and letting the Autopots do the rest at the end of the day, you know? They speak for themselves. I mean, mm -hmm. like, I don't even, I don't need to say shit in my posts. It's just like, you know, look, just take a look at the growth that's happened in the last like six days. Just, mm -hmm. it, it says everything that I could say and then some, you know, picture says a thousand words. So, um, yeah, I mean, this, it, it sells itself. And, you know, people out there are now starting to really get the message that, um, the, the automated watering is the way to go, no matter, no matter how you go about that. Um, and I think we've, at least on this show, we, we like to talk about the butt chugging style and that it just goes hand in hand with, you know, the auto pots. It's automated butt chugging, man. It can't get any better than that. You got it. So. You got it. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, the, the willingness to want to try it is a big thing too, because it's one thing to like, to present the the idea and the concept to people it's another thing to be like okay i'll make space in my grow and i'll use this and that's 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 where we have to do a lot of the work you know so and where we appreciate you guys a lot man and, and talking about the system and you know i know uh i know we're a sponsor and everything but i know you guys wouldn't talk about it with the enthusiasm you do unless you know you really stood behind it and you know we appreciate it no no i mean, I mean look, they've, they've changed my life they really have i mean i'm not even kidding like so I, uh, I won't even set up a system for somebody unless they're, if they want me to run it, it's got to be Autopods because I don't have right. the time to do anything else. And it's just more of a, it's kind of foolproof if you set somebody up, you know, with the recipe and a feed chart and be like, look, just keep the reservoir full. Mm. <laughs> you know, it's, it's really that simple. Yeah. Um, and uh, I've talked about it recently, like my, the plants I have outside. They're not even really, you know, they just started flowering and 12 plants are drinking sometimes over 25 gallons a day in this heat we're having. Mm -hmm. So um, I would never give them that much water, ever. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You just never would. Wow. And then, yeah. But you see the growth, you know, the plants, when they're in charge, it, it's, you just get the best results. It's it's the best way to go about things, man. And I mean, look, there's a lot of different way, ways to fertigate out there, and they all work. They they all do work. I'm not going to say they don't, um, but you know, there's a lot of crop steering involved with 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 a lot of them. And you know, with the auto pot system, we leave that up to the plants. You know, so and that would be the difference. Um, now, some people would say that's a disadvantage you know you can't like um dry back and, mm -hmm. and you know that all that sort of stuff but um yeah well, i mean how do you respond to that really well you guys are just jumping right into it today huh well no that is a really good <laughs> question man it is a great question and it's one that i get a lot um and you know, the argument for that, that I get that, that holds the most weight is 
you know, as far as crop steering and drybacks go is the stress signals from that and the quality that it produces and, and, and you know, terpene and, and oil production, right? Um, and, you know, what I would say is, and, and this is an argument that, that I'll use quite often, um, is just comparatively, and I have a lot of people, you know, using Autopot, whether it's on a small level or on some of the largest, you know, facilities doing, you know, some of the, the, the highest level testing possible. And, and when we match the potency and, and the, the terping levels of the plants they're growing compared to other plants that are done in, in, in more traditional ways of fertigation, they're, they're right up there. But that being said, there's other tools out there. And, and you know, um, one that I like a lot is a product called Headmasta from CX. I don't know if you've heard of that. Um, but it utilizes a technique called um, uh, isolated drought, right? So the, this product, when you're using it, it, it will create little, little gobules, little bubbles around certain areas of the root zone. And that mimics the stress signals you would get um, from, from these dry periods, helping increase quality, but still allowing the plant to continue to consume and, and grow at a fast rate. So th there's workarounds, but that, that being said, again, comparatively to our system being used at facilities where, you know, half the facility will be drip irrigation, um, you know, on, on a you know, very high level system that, that's giving a lot of data and feedback and half the facility will be auto pot and the, the numbers are, are, are the same, you know? So, you know, it's, it's something that we have to combat. I wouldn't say often because it's, it's, it's a higher level question. Um, but, you know, generally, you know, these are the things that I point to when it comes to, to the comparison. But one thing is we designed the system to be on all the time. You can just turn the thing off. If you wanted to try, try yeah, it out, that, you know, so. we'll talk. About we'll, that we'll get into it. That's that's uh, how I use the system a lot. Um, right, but right, yeah. Um, I appreciate so, you getting right into it, though. Like that is a high level question, not not a beginner tier autopot one hundred and one sort of thing. No, but, but um, I like, like coming come right into it, man. That's good. Yeah. Hey, um, Dude, I'm sorry, I, Mark. I, I didn't mean of, to cut you off. Oh no, no worries. I get a ton of of fucking dinosaurs like i call them that are like you can't use cocoa in auto pots you're not getting runoff remember mm. like remember captain we had that guy coming yeah. at us i forget who the hell he was yeah I mean, it's not, not trained to waste it doesn't work yeah yeah exactly and it's like you know like to the to the people who just read from books you know what i mean mm -hmm. and like don't actually do it i could see how they would still believe that mm -hmm. but look i mean look even i was skeptical at first Right. I mean, I was introduced to Autopots a long time ago. I didn't start using them until I think 2016 or 2017. Mm -hmm. um, and I was skeptical, man. It just didn't make any sense to me. I'm like, no fucking ways. It, that just sounds too good to be true. No pumps, right. no timers, gravity fed. Yeah. Like, and I actually didn't understand at the time that it was a dual flow valve. I'm like, there's no way you want your plants completely saturated the whole fucking time. Mm -hmm. But, you know, when I learned about it, it's like, no. They fill, drain, then fill again. I'm like, okay, that's pretty friggin' cool. So I decided to give them a try, and I haven't looked back, you know. And I get accused all the time of being an autopot shell, but the thing about it is, I the way I see it, like if you want automated watering, and you don't use autopots, I just think you're making a foolish decision because well, even if you compare the cost comparatively to like a DWC bucket system. Drip irrigation, which drippers clog all the fucking time. Um, you have to equalize pressure along all those lines, which is another 
you know, whole set of fucking issues. The auto parts right. just work. They work every time. I mean, look at G3. You gave yourself an hour to set up your tent. It took you three minutes. Two. Two yeah. hours. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, what am I going to do now? <laughs> yeah, the first time I hooked up an autopod system, I did the thing that I tell everybody not to do now that I, you know, we sell hundreds of thousands of these things, you know, all the time is I didn't read the directions. I was like, ah, oh, this thing's so easy. And I put it together like in 15 minutes, you know, like it, with no issues. But I'm not advocating for not reading the directions. Please read the directions before setting up the system. <laughs> um, yeah, but, especially yeah. the reservoir. Yeah. That, especially. That, key, that key about yeah. turning it at the end with it full it really mm -hmm. does help. Yeah, um, and uh, people have to put one thing. I'll say people do all the time while I have this airtime is the uh, the back of the valve has a little half circle on it that goes into the T on the tray. So a lot of people think a float valve means the entire valve is floating in the tray. That's not is that the case. a clear aqua valve for demonstration yeah, purposes. This is, this is my demonstration valve. These are the two wow. floats, everybody. Wow. It's, yeah, it's like we, a, have, we have the inner like float. A... We have the upper float. There we Dude, go. I would actually, I'd love to have one of those. It's like yeah. one of those like medical uh, models that you get in, in biology. Is class. that is it fully cool. functional or is it just for demonstration purposes? No, no, this is. It comes off the same line. It's just we don't make a lot of these, and they're hard to come by. But maybe yeah, one day yeah. we'll run. I mean, but uh, you could really see all the dirt inside if you had one of these, and, and maybe it'd be mm. easier to clean. So maybe one day. But right now, it's, it's just it's it's an educational tool, and you know, like yeah. you were saying, double float. Oftentimes, people are looking at our system and they just think it's it's this this part here just an inner float coming up and down but there is an upper float that's going to move with that inner float simultaneously to allow us to push the air out as the water is taken up in the tray this upper float will fall covering that hole creating that vacuum in here the water level drops till the tray almost dries out breaks the seal and it opens again so in case anybody's curious that is uh that's the functionality of, of the aqua valve so um Next time I get a so, few, I'll throw you some. So right. simple and beautiful. It really yeah. is. It is, man. It's cool. It yeah, thanks, man. Thanks. Um, but we, yeah, we, yeah. we did kind of jump right into it. We didn't even talk about it. Well, anybody smoking on anything good tonight? Well, I am. I got it. Yeah. I, I, I got one. I got one. I got one. It's uh, Fenrir from Big Green Guy. Shout out to him. Uh, I know he's a listener out there, and uh, he sent me a couple beans. Grew one out and it, uh, he's a he's man. a recent autopod believer now as well. Well, didn't he grow like uh, the biggest plant you've ever seen in autopods? Yeah. Like, didn't it yeah. take up a whole fucking four by four with one yep. plant? Because, yeah, I mean, yeah, autopod, yeah, yeah, and, and, one pot. and yeah. he's a great grower, of course, mm -hmm. but like, um, yeah, I believe he used autopods to fill a whole tent so. These nice. these buds are like nice and chunky, real chunky. I don't know oh, if you nice. can see that. Very, yeah. very, very big, dense nuggets, and it's like this orangey, bright orangey with like a little grape uh, on the back end, sort of thing. Uh, it's very, very nice. Uh, I enjoy this one kind of like midday into into the late evening. It's not going to put me out, but it's not going to like. It's definitely a relaxing one, not a energetic strain but um yielded a shit ton and yeah it tastes just like it smells i mean what more can you ask for from an auto flower so uh shout out to big green guy he's doing some quality genetics guys check him out out there on on ig 
Uh, he's got a lot of other strains too. So definitely, I uh, I recently got a chance to meet him, and I left his house stumbling. We smoked so much of his strains. Um, so yeah, had a good time. He's a good dude. Oh yeah, you remember yeah. which ones? No, nope. <laughs> they were they were that good, I guess. They're that good. I was gonna say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we, took, we took a selfie, and uh, I think I posted it to Discord. We both looked like, you know, like high school kids smoking weed for the first time. We were just really big. Really big. Nice. Oh, yeah. Well, um, what about you, uh, Manny? You got anything you're puffing on? Not at this second, man, because honestly, um, I don't smoke as much as I used to. I still enjoy it. But if I did, I would be less of less use to you guys right now. So I got a, I got a cup of wine, I got a Cabernet. Yep. And, nice. Uh, yeah, I, got I a like a good Cabernet. Late pen, so yeah. Right. Maybe I'll toke up towards the end of the show. We'll see, because then uh, right. it'll just make the, ch- the show take a lot longer. Just being questions, I'll be like, um, uh, hold on, yeah, no, no. but not this second. Okay. What, so what about do you got? You, about you, G three. Oh, well, <laughs> I have um some juicy fruit haze from the castle. Oh. Sounds familiar, huh? Yeah. Who's the breeder of that? I don't know. Who is the breeder of this cap? That's a Mephisto. Mephisto. That's from um Juicy like Fruit I was... Haze is a Mephisto. It is. You're totally right. It's a it's a old school one though. I haven't seen it out yep. like since I started never even growing. I've never it even is, heard of that one. It is from only released in the worldwide store. That's one of the advantages of being a, a seaman. I travel port to port and make friends all over the world. What'd you say Train. about semen? He's swimming hard. <laughs> just, just trained beans, you know, but the uh, Juicy Fruit Haze, yeah, Mephisto, and it is Mango Smile crossed with Hubba Bubba Smelloscope. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, Bubba. And it, it, it um, smells and tastes like like that fruit stripe gum, the one with the zebra. I told you. Well, Didn't I like, say that on like yeah. two shows ago? It yeah. like lasts for like six seconds and then like yep. all you taste is like carnauba wax or whatever the hell yes. you put in the gum. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Word. So you shove the whole pack in your mouth like one piece after another after uh-huh. another. Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That's so <laughs> funny. We all had the same experience with that gum. Oh yeah, it's terrible. But, they still make um, them. I, I felt bamboozled they, every time. They do, they do. So please tell me, tell me more about the weed that I grew. It's spectacular. <laughs> <laughs> so Cap gave me, um, he gave me quite a, a she gave me a smorgasbord. He gave a smorgasbord of the oh. weed from the Cap. So we got his uh, mango smile. <laughs> we got the juicy fruit haze. We got the blue zeroso and from Alibrihe. And, and oh, so he got to kind of repay the favor like when he was low yep. a couple months ago you hooked him up and that's awesome yeah i love that shit seriously all kidding aside right. I, I love that that's the that's the kind yeah, of shit that's that right makes the community yeah, we got awesome. to like hang out i gave him a light he gave me some weed it was awesome <laughs> <laughs> it was all part of the uh the light exchange as well that's i you know talking about We'll get into it. Companies that we work with and all this stuff, man. I've been in, on a ride yeah. with some of these other people. But holy shit! So, is the juicy fruit haze the winner of your of the bunch for you? Nope, it's close. It's close, but the winner is strawberry milk and cookies. Mm. I told you. It's I mean, like unlike anything I've ever experienced before, it tastes 
Um, it's just crazy. I was like, what the hell is yeah. this? <laughs> Amazing. And it's gorgeous. And uh, spectacular Thanks. job, sir. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Well, that hey, that's like props to Daz for that one because I don't know how the fuck he did it, but like, um, yeah, the strawberry milk and cookies from Night Owl is the tastiest weed that I've ever smoked. Like, or like I don't care. Photo period, autoflower, I don't care. Like, it, it has a strawberry and like cream and gas sort of flavor, and it's it's yeah, just I get amazing. Like a- hint of cookies at the very beginning and then you get smacked in the face with like that strawberry Nesquik. <laughs> You're just like, hey, oh my shout, God. Out, shout out, shout out to Daz and, and Night Owl. Those guys are doing good things over there. So yeah. now I need to find some strawberry milk and cookies. And of course it was like limited when you got the bundle. So it's like, here, oh, no. you want yeah. one thing you can't get. Typical. Typical. Yeah, you had to can't. buy the, bun- the bundaroo. The bundaroo. <laughs> But um, actually, so I wanted to say, but Daz is using Autopots. I saw yeah. one of his recent posts to, yeah, to breed all his new stuff. Yep. Yeah. yeah. A mutual breeder friend uh, connected us all. And um, now he's off to the races, man. And, um, you know, we love seeing what Hell he's doing. Yeah. And to be quite honest, why wouldn't you use Autopots if you're, if you're breeding autoflowers? They just, they go hand in hand, mm-hmm. you know? In the name, Auto, right? Autoflowers and Autopots. Yeah. It makes nothing but sense. It's a really yeah. popular combination. All these emerging markets across the country, man. It's bit people because shows like y'all's and you know, you know, different servers on Discord and message boards everywhere, and, and just having these conversations, people are picking up on it. And you know, their first plants, their first grow, whether it's Oklahoma, Virginia, Illinois, Mississippi, New York, um, people are just jumping right on it, man. And you know, the good thing is having great success right away, but. That combination of autoflowers, autopots, organic living soils, and those three things together, I mean, it's just a recipe for success. It's really easy. You're growing your own medicine at home. I mean, it's it, it just, it, it, it's instant con- consistency for people and good results. And, you know, it's, it's why everybody, people are just jumping on it very quickly. I get a lot of people that, that uh, are like, oh, I thought I was only for cocoa. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I can do organics with. I'm like, yeah, of course you can. Yeah, absolutely. I've seen facilities that do just straight water only. Right. Uh, the, whole, the whole time. A, uh, a lot of our facilities that are running 5,000, 10,000 plus auto pots are usually using an organic soil. I mean, that's, that's oftentimes that's what brings them to us because we're one of the best methods of irrigation when it comes to that, you know? Um, you know, so, so it's, it's actually a little heavier on that side than it is the system as a means of fertigation so and you guys will see actually we have some uh new content coming out on instagram and our new youtube channel i did want to say luke wanted me to to throw it out there but we just uh we just started an auto pot youtube channel and you can find the link in um our ig link tree and we'll be having some content but one of the first ones is a beautiful facility called galenus in ohio that runs a few thousand of our auto pots fully organic and the head of cultivation there is just super switched on. Um, her name is um, Christine, and uh, they're doing great things over there. So people want an inside yeah. look of what it looks like to use autopots on a large level and use them well. Um, we'll have some good content coming out for people to check out here very soon. And that'll great. be one in a series of videos we're going to have coming out, you know, just kind of showing people what people are doing, opening the doors to their facility and kind of 
not giving them every secret. These guys are very tight-lipped with uh, what exactly is in those pots, you know? But uh, but seeing everything else I mean, that's their bread and butter. It's a fucking, it's a business at the end of the day, you know? Why would you want to give up your trade secrets, you know? Mm -hmm. You got to be strategic about it. Yeah. Now that's uh, one of the differences, you know. That's that's why you're watching our show because hopefully tonight I'll be able to divulge some of the the secrets of uh, organics and, and auto pots that I've learned over the the past couple runs and exactly how easy it is. I mean, because really, like you said, I can't imagine any easier growing method. Truly, um, mm -hmm. it was one of the things like that drew me to. Auto pots, like when I heard you talking about it on our first interview, at, at that time, I was doing a lot of bottom watering, like, you know, and ha ha ha, butt chugging. But like, re really, it like I see, I saw the difference in the plants, like when I started using that as a method and incorporating that into my watering, I saw the difference right away. You would get bigger plants more bud sites just like at the end of the run the the pots were full of roots you know what i mean like the whole five gallon pot was just even though i use uh fabric pots it was still filled out entirely mm -hmm. so I, I saw the benefits of bottom watering and it just like it made nothing but sense to just automate that whole process yeah, um, i mean yeah you look hundreds of years before we had we got our hands on these plants the the natural way plants seek out water is, is from the bottom. You know, you have the occasional rain or whatever happens, but plants need to access water from, from the water table and from what's beneath them majority of the time, you know? So it's a really yeah. good point. And that's and, like a lot of people, I hear the term um, SIP system a lot in, in, in the community, like the sub irrigated planter. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's like, I see uh, even on like Build a Soil channel on YouTube, he uses his earth boxes right. as like a, a SIP system. And now that's yeah. kind of how, how I view auto pots. It's really the same. It's just automating the water you put at the bottom of the SIP. And, and that's and, not, it's it's, it's, it's an know. automated sub-irrigation system. So that's yeah. right on the head. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, and now to, uh, along those lines, um, I guess one of my questions is, like, have you ever considered, because the way Jeremy uses his earth boxes on the YouTube channel there, is he has like a cover on top, like almost like a, a black uh, mylar kind of cover mm -hmm. over the earth box to allow, it's almost just like a mulch, like a, uh, like a solid mulch layer there. It keeps all the stuff on top nice and moist. Uh, living system so it can all break down now is that something you could do with auto pots or do you think covering the soil with like some sort of plastic and not a breathable mulch material would like i don't know for lack of better way to put it fuck up the the water cycling not really so we actually developed a product and it was a, a drawstring pot topper right so okay. you go over the top of the pot um, and I, it never really took off. I mean, we, we de developed it in conjunction with, with people that specifically were asking for it. Um, with, plant you know, skirt, right? Is that what it was called? Well, it was, it was with the plant skirt. We had ones that went on the top of the pot and the plant skirt does the same thing. Um, but most of the time what I see people doing is layers of mulch or, or perlite on top of the pot. This will help have, you know, bring the moisture all the way to the top of the soil line. Um, 
and and is beneficial in, in the kind of gardening that you guys do. So that that is an option. The pot with the pot topper that we had, um, it's not super airtight. There, there's holes in it at the top, and I think there's still air exchange and availability of oxygen there. So I don't know. To to, to your question, I, I didn't see any negative impact from it, but again, it wasn't something that that was widely used or that we sell, you know, but we did, we did come out with it. And Jason, you know, the, 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 the owner of Autopot and, and the innovator of it, he, um, he's coming out with stuff all the time. This is one of the many things that, that he had put together for some other people. So the option was there. Um, but in y'all's case, you know, I, I'd point you more towards the mulch or heavy perlite layer, you know, or, or whatever, you know, you want to use, and that'll help bring the moisture more all the way to the top of the soil line. Sure. Whatever well, stuff you're using. Uh, that that is exactly you know how I've been how I've been doing it using a nice thick mulch layer about an inch an inch deep of those rice holes on top. Right. Um, and now, are, you, you say I'm sorry. Are Go you ahead. seeing more root growth towards the top of 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 your substrate? Oh are yeah, you, yeah. Oh so, yeah. I good. That's what you those, want. Uh, the feeder roots, like we were talking right. about on one of the shows with uh, Joint Custody a couple right. weeks back. Um, yeah, it's it's just like i would expect to see in an earth box mm -hmm. to be quite honest and it's it's beautiful really it is um and now you mentioned you know like the what you want to see as an organic guy i i want to see the water wick all the way up to the top you know like i want the top layer of the soil to be moist because that's where my my top dressings go you know that's right. where i'm putting the the mineral amendments and i want all the microbes to be breaking those down constantly and if if you let your soil dry out too much your microbes die and they're not going to be breaking that shit down so you want to make sure it's you know it's nice and moist now i did notice that using the new air base right in the bottom of the pot instead of a perlite layer it did facilitate the wicking much I, I don't want to say much better but better than it did without it right but it's i still don't feel like it got water up high enough or it, it kept the top layer as moist as i like it so like i i don't even turn the system off anymore i'll just cut like every other day every three days just water like a cup a cup and a half around the top of each pot just to keep things up there mm -hmm. nice again anybody any salt growers do not do that yeah do not, not do that with salt. Yeah. thank you <laughs> that is an organic <laughs> I, I have to say it every exactly. time because i don't know what you mean i just have to assume that nobody's listened to this show before listen know? i i do the majority of all the tech support for us nationwide and um people call me just freaking out i don't know what i did and then i go through the, the rigmarole with them and, and and ask them what was going on and they're like yeah you know i just I poured a bunch of water and just tried to flush it. I wasn't sure. And, I, and I'm just like, immediately, I know why their plan is just, it's a salt storm, just just thrown right into it. And then whatever problem they had before now is now completely exacerbated. Um, so this is this is very good advice. And oftentimes, you know, and, and nothing against newer growers and stuff, but you have to speak to people like they, they don't know any of this stuff. And that's beneficial. That's why people tune into you guys, you know. You're right. You're right. Now, can, can maybe we could get into that a little bit. Like why... So like you can you can top water a little bit and bottom water at the same time if you're doing organics. But as a salt grower, that's gonna fuck you up. Why is that? Well, in a wicking in any bottom feeding scenario, and other people that have been bottom feeding for a long time know this that everything's being pulled to the top between 
the capillary action of the plant feeding and the roots and the, the wicking properties of your soil, it actually is a pretty strong force pushing these residual salts to the very top layer of the pot. So if you are to, you know, if you are to top feed, you're going to throw that back down. Now there's guys that have like work around. Some people put a feeder tube into the pot when they pot up, put a little PVC pipe, have it go about three quarters of the way down in the pot. You can throw a little funnel on there and just pour stuff into the top. Or, you know, some people just take a broom handle and push it right down in the corner sometimes and just pour down in there. Um, there's workarounds, but, um, but yeah, those residual salts, if you're feeding salts, are going to accumulate all the top layer of the pot and you don't want to push those down into 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 the root zone because that's just going to cause problems i now i've come into um grows where people have had issues and i've taken the pots out and flushed them from the top but like mm -hmm. made sure that like you're getting a shitload of, of runoff to right. really flush them like right and i haven't yeah. had any issues that way but like no i mean like, just pour some water in the top and call that a flush like you need to get like a lot of water going through those pots sure get rid of the residual salts at the top yeah um, and, we, and i've only had to do that with people that have like ph lockout issues and stuff like that from just not managing their their reservoirs right but yeah yeah it's kind of a of a, of a nuclear option um you know oftentimes i'm going to tell people just just to start feeding with water you know and let the water do its thing and start just kind of working its way through and pushing everything up and then slowly reintroduce nutrients um but but if if it like you said if, it, if things are very far gone then yeah you could just do a massive like you know three times the volume of the pot just run it through there get everything out you can continue to check the ec of your runoff um and, and then get to a point where you know that that you're good um and then just start reintroducing slowly reintroducing nutrients to the plant but um you know one thing i did want to touch on here while i was talking to you guys is just because it's it's the most common mistake by growers who know their shit that, that move into auto pot as I talk to people around the country and, you know, and again, like I said, I do a lot of the tech support and people come to me and they've already zeroed in. This is my problem. I pro I've been doing this or I have this deficiency and it's this nutrient and like nine times out of 10, it's nothing of what they're saying. It's just overfeeding because they're just using too much newts in the system because they're just accustomed to drain to waste feeding. And, and which is super wasteful and, you know, requires, you know, a much higher EC. Um, so even stepping that down attack can get people in trouble. So, um, you know, it's, it's, it's one thing I always try to, 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 to mention, especially to growers who already know their stuff and they want to like hit the ground running with the system. Um, it, it's, it's one of the most common mistakes amongst growers that are novice growers, the more advanced growers, novice too, but the more advanced guys that are having issues. And then they usually come to me and say, I, you know, I think it's A, B and C and it's neither a b or c it's almost always it's an overfeeding situation and we're approaching lockout you know and it's usually pretty evident in in and looking at the plant and the leaves you know which i can point to people out point out pretty quickly to to these growers and you know sometimes it's a mistake they make and it might ruin the run but you will learn you'll learn at that moment you will learn that you're not going to do this again um you, you go go learn today yeah, you're learning, man. When you're cutting down those plants, and you're kind of like crying about it. You know, do this again. I gotta. Uh, that's funny. Now, I I wanted to just mention Monster uses uh you know Athena and and he's always talking about how he feeds at like a 3.0 EC, 
in his res. Now, is that like you mentioned, it's a common mistake for like a novice grower. You think that's because a person as skilled as Monster uh, has his environment dialed in and he, he knows he's pushing his plants properly and, and he's feeding them like they're using the nutrients because Be, before before he gets to answer that, like if I like I've said before, if I pushed a three EC with other nutrients, no. You just right. Okay. Right. Right. So, not to say he's not skilled, because I, I think if you're trying to direct <laughs> me there, um, not to say that, but um, but no, Athena, specifically Athena, is fed at the highest levels I've seen of any nutrient, any synthetic nutrient that's on the market. People come to me all the time. At first, I was, um, you know, I, I was kind of thrown back by it, and then you know, I I know that. The different Athena reps and stuff, and talk to these guys, and and, and dealt with this in the field. Um, but uh, no nutrient is fed at a higher rate successfully than Athena. Now the question is: Is that a good thing? Is that a bad thing? I mean, I've never in the past heard people brag about using this much salts and being okay. But at the end of the day, Athena does produce results. Um, are those results on par with other great nutrients like Canna or you know? Emerald Harvest or some other of these guys out there, a lot of times, yes. Um, so I, I don't have a definitive answer as to is, is it good or bad, but because of the way they formulate their nutrient and the way these salts are, are put together, and they have a better um, explanation of this than I do, <clears throat> but uh, the highest rates I've seen with feeding is with Athena and it's done successfully. So, you know, to answer your question, it's, it's, that, that is attributed directly to Athena and what they're doing. Um, okay. You know, and I mean, look, what I'll say is, and I've been in this game a long time, and I've pushed a lot of juice. It's uh, it it, it uh, from the marketing standpoint, this is what you want people to think is good. You know, you want them to say, "Well, I can use this much fertilizer, and it works great." This is this is this is what they sit in sales meetings about. Say, "This is what we want." But to their yeah. credit, it, it's very successful. It works, and and that's why people are using it, and they have a huge following. Um, through Instagram, the Jungle Boys, and all this stuff, and that's just that's that was already recipes for success. They knew what they were doing. Um, so, uh, but um, it's it's one of my top recommendations for nutrients. I mean, it's not my first, but but it's probably my second or third. When people are asking, you know. Yeah, I mean, uh, just since I've started using it, I've never had better results. So I'm gonna keep using it. Like I've said before, I I really don't like some of their business practices. Um. I feel like, you know, their trust the program fucking quote, like no microbes type of shit is, it, it's, it's just stupid to me. Um, yeah. But I've never had better results using Athena, so I'm going to stick with it. I mean, unless, it's, like it, I said to Captain, unless they start kicking puppies, um, I'm going to continue to use it, you know? I'll draw the line there as well. They, they uh, make me of this, like, nice little growing sandbox. You know what I mean? That, like, if you're, if you're, like, a not really, like, a grower, and you're just doing this for like a business, then like, yeah, trust the program. It'll get you some results. Like, you know, uh, you, well, you might get. They're replicating a recipe that's worked for for those guys out for the Jungle Boys out in Cali, and, and that's how they run. They run sterile. They want you to use the cleanse product. They they don't yeah, want to yeah. deal like the like you have pathogens, you have beneficial, and you have non beneficial microbes and microbial activity. And and I think a lot of the times, if you just take the option out altogether um and run in a sterile environment it's just for them it's it's more foolproof for the grower um but as you guys know you know having you know uh having a, an environment you know inside of that pot that, that where microbes are working in harmony with the plant 
is is some of the some of the best results you can get is from that. But it it, it does take a little more thought. You know, it takes a little more. I agree. I mean, I understand where on like in uh like a a huge at scale kind of environment. Like if if you've invested millions into this grow and you ha you have a dosatrons and all these little little things to check your parameters. Like yeah, you want that level of con control over your feeding. But like as a a home grower, like all the tent pirates out there, like just some soil and some microbes and let the plants do the work for you, you know, like, get, I mean, I mean, grab yourself an auto pot, you know, four pot system, throw it in your tent. Actually, shit. I don't know if you, if you got a four by four, you might want to go with a two pot system. Just, just my recommendation. Cause the plants get fucking huge. They do. It depends on, on what on you're doing. If yeah, you're doing autos, probably. like you can't control the size then yeah, two probably. But photos, I'd probably recommend four because you can just veg for a shorter amount of time. Mm -hmm. True. Yeah. True. Yeah. Uh, uh, I got. I got. Start... Sorry. Go ahead. Sorry, I have four and a five by five right now, and it's like literally wall to wall. Um, but <laughs> yeah, it's looking good. Have you seen the the recent pictures, Manny? Uh, I'll send you yeah, some. You have them on Instagram. I gotta. I gotta check them out. I, I should be yeah. better, at me, but I. You know. Oh, I'm good. At social media sometimes. So. No but worries, man. Better. I'll send them over. Yeah, cool, 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 all, cool. All I can tell you is kicking ass. Like, um, organics, uh, living soil. Actually, it's reamended soil. Yeah. Um, added a nice, you know, heavy dose of nutrition. Made sure it was nice and aerated too. I feel like that's that's one of the things. Um, at least when I get people who are like coming to me, struggling a little bit with with what they're doing i feel like a lot of times their their medium's not aerated enough um it's one of the keys with auto pots absolutely like you yeah. know if, if you and then if you're gonna like add extra aeration to your medium and organics you're also going to be wanting to add extra nutrition too so it's like it's this you know extra aerated but super 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 soil at the same time and it just right. It does the job, man. It really does. The plants love it. Um, yeah, does does great. So, I, I, I'd kind of, I'd kind of. Um, all right, go ahead. I, I have another question for you. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Manny. Speaking speaking on that, um, you know, one thing too, people are like, well, you know, if I if I don't want to aerate the soil as well, I throw the air dome into the system. But the air dome is not going to work as well if the soil is not properly aerated and the and the air can't yeah. pass through it. So. Like this is something that people don't realize sometimes. So like, oh, just throw the air dome and it'll be well, no, because then it, 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 the water. It's just a, it, the air is going to find the easiest way out of, out of the pot. It's usually through the sides. If you want it to pass through again, you need aeration. But uh, uh, the way you guys garden, um, it, the more aeration you add, the less nutrient content will be available. So you have to go. You have to go harder. Um, and uh, one other thing I'll say too is uh, we will for the next few months, uh, starting in about a month or so, running a promotion. All smaller auto pot systems. Are going to be coming with um, with uh, mycorrhizae and um, and a different product as well, free you know just free. We're going to be throwing in in conjunction with another company, which we'll mention soon. So nice. and this is a promotion. We'll start running all the time now. When people buy, you know, any roll one to a six pot system, they're going to because we want it included. We want people potting up, and throwing that mycorrhizae in there, throwing these beneficial bacteria in there as well, um, because you know we want their success, and we we believe that that's the way to get there. You know. Yeah, I mean, um, with microbes, I feel like it ha definitely helps minimize your your transplant, Chuck. Mm -hmm. 
Absolutely. Yeah. I always coat the outside. Of, yep. of, of, I like of, to use uh, Mycos personally. I mean, I use Photo Plus too, but when I transplant, Mycos is my go-to. Well, that could be. That's, that's going to – that should be the first one. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a great, great white guy. You're a great yeah. white. I, I love great white. I just I don't think the juice is worth the squeeze. I feel like they're getting too much money for that product. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're both very good companies that dominate the industry between extreme great white. And at the yeah. end of the day, as long as people use one of those, you know, something from them is yeah. something. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, great use white have this awesome product called Jellyfish. Did you ever see that one? No, I no. heard they got a new one called King Crab that sounds pretty interesting. King Crab's good. They gave me a bunch of samples of it, um, you know, as they were coming out with it that I've been using. But um, they had this product yeah. called Jellyfish, which I thought was awesome because it made this like this gum, you know, it was like this goo. You'd mix it up. It was this mycorrhizae goo, and you lay it out. And what you do is you take your transplant and roll it in it. It would completely coat the outside of the plant and com- and eliminate transplant shock completely because it was it was Holy goo, shit. you know. So it was awesome, yeah, but it was just. Yeah. I don't think they sell it anymore, but I loved it. I loved it. I, I had a bunch of samples for a long time. They gave me. You know what product I used of theirs for a long time is the Orca. Um, when I was great. in DW, when I was in DWC. Yeah. Um, uh, that's one of the their products nice. I use a lot of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, there's um there's a bunch out there on the market, like you said. I feel like, but that is something that'll benefit pretty much everyone, um, yeah. unless of course you're a jungle boy. Uh, running running sterile no yeah. no microbes for me sir i just want to crop steer just just want to you know for them though well, the thing i'll say i'm gonna leave it at this because i don't want to go too hard here because then i'll have an army of people talking shit but um a lot of this bud in these pictures are for instagram porn bud porn you know and it's like well how good does it look on video not necessarily taste right so if we're running that way and we're just pumping salts in a sterile environment, everything tuned in perfectly, you know, then then on camera, man, these things look great. And that that's where the following is, you know. So maybe there could be a disconnect there because you know what 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 is driving the the force behind these guys? And it's not necessarily the, the sales of the flower, and it's a lot around the, the the mystique around what they're doing and what's on social media and all the brands they push around it now, you know. So what is their motivation? Right, and in taking that in consideration, this 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 method of growing, it, it falls in line with that, right? I believe uh, the term is aspirational lifestyle advertising, <laughs> but but yes, I agree a hundred percent, Manny. Um, yeah, it's just it's funny how great minds think alike. You know what I mean? But uh, but like I said, I'll leave it at that. I mean, I think they're doing great things, but yeah, it, it's it's the way you approach this stuff, man, and you know. And not to say that any style is, is necessarily wrong, you know. There's things that work yeah. for everyone, you know. That's that's the thing that I want to drive home. Um, I feel like there's a lot of fucking hate um, of organic growers by salt guys and vice versa. And it's like, dude, at the end of the day, we're, we're all in the same fucking boat, literally. We're in the same boat. Mm-hmm. We're going downstream and we're all trying to get to the same place. That's product, you know, in our jars. So if you want to grow your way, I grow my way. Like, can't we all just fucking get along? Amen. You know. Hey, and we do. I, I, I think, um, you know, if you're if you're interpreting anything that comes from me as anything other than genuine grower love, you're mistaken, man. It's 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 bu- it's ball busting. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, 
No, I didn't we're mean just, you're we're having guy. fun and like I like I know there's people out there who really do get heated about this stuff and like you know <laughs> it's like laugh. the organics versus salts and and I, we're all on the same team. I think there's a happy place where you use both and that's always been my point of view on things you know and i like yeah i'm a synth organics guy i use right. a lot of organic shit so it's mm -hmm. like yeah mm -hmm. yeah and i think you can get a lot of the best of both worlds in that way but um you know i don't walk in a i don't walk in a subway and like tell the guy in front of me who's making like some meatball sub and putting mayonnaise on it like yo don't do that i don't have to eat his sub that's his fucking sub like he's gonna <laughs> eat it i have my own fucking sub right so i don't care how you make your fucking sub like it's up to you you know, I'm going to fucking be quiet and I'm going to fucking make my own, eat that shit, you know. That's that's always my, that's my analogy, you know. Listen, this this metaphor applies to more than just growing, guys. This is, this is a life lesson right here. Is, I, I, I think I told my son that one a little too many times. He's like, Dad, you're repeating yourself, but, yeah. Uh, so why don't you kind of dive right in and tell us uh, maybe some more what's going on with Autopots. I know you guys uh, are always in R&D. Mm -hmm. There's every time I turn around, there's a new product coming around. Right. So, uh, I'm sure you got something to talk about there. I do. I do. Um, and it's something that you guys will like a lot. Um, and I did want to talk about. So thanks for the opportunity. Uh, we have the XXL coming out, the XXL pot. Um, so that That's is exciting a, for the organic growers. It is, man. And I have, can I have you, a lot can of. Can you say that again? Oh, man. Double XL. Just one more time. Double XL. <laughs> it sounds so erotic yeah yeah, yeah. no that's yeah, if we get one more x in there man then we're done because people, people google that they're not going to find autopod anymore but, uh, uh yeah the XXL is uh is so the base it, it's a very large base this is a whole new xl base it's going to look just like the xl base because it's circular um uh, think like I just I, I gotta throw it out there real quick. It's, it'll be like find the 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 misspelled version of like Autobot porn. You know what I mean from like the Transformers movie a couple of years yeah. back. It'll like, be yeah. like uh, Optimus Prime, just just oil yeah. spraying everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh it. shit! That's not what I wanted. I wanted Autopots XXL. A long time ago, we were trying to think of a math. Scott for Autopot that we can make a little cartoon of and use, and it was the it was the Autopot bot, and we thought that it would like it would mess mesh too not well with the with the Autobots and Transformers, so we we fucking yeah. ditched it. But I thought it could be cool. It'd be like a one pot module with like robot arms and eyes and stuff, and he would like you know like an animation. It's but cool, uh, man. that's cool. I'm yeah. sorry, I had to throw that in there. No, 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 it's good. I like where you're going. Um. Yeah, the XXL. Uh, so the, it, it's a it looks just like the XL base. It'll be it'll be grommeted like the new trays are grommeted, um, and uh, it'll have an insert that can go in it to that, that will go into the base. So you can use a smaller pot, which will be the nine gallon, um, and then if you remove that, you can throw a thirteen gallon pot into it. So we're it's going to go up and be up as high as thirteen gallon volume pot. The dimensions of that without the insert, the circle, because I know it's like ten and a half inches on the XL. Currently, it's ten and a half. The new XXL is. Let me see. I should have it right here. I'll tell you. But oftentimes with these, um, you know, we're going a little longer than your conventional pots, a little higher, high, higher up. Um, but no, I don't have that specific right. yet. And and the cool thing too is this is one of the first pots and systems that are going to be produced in the United States. 
um, as opposed to the United Kingdom. So easier availability here for people and, you know, less often that we'd run out, even though that doesn't happen as often anymore, but more during the pandemic and when things were crazy, you know, the, the whole industry was shortages everywhere because everybody and their mama was growing, you know? Um, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, no, dude, 50 liters will be cool. And uh, the second day I have them in my hand, I'm just going to send, I'll send a bunch to you guys just so you can mess around with it and start, start farting around with it and see what you can yeah, do. Yeah. The reason why I was asking is, I mean, traditionally five gallons in cocoa is enough. But I have found cases where my plants, some of them were root bound at the end, like when I cut open the pots and looked. Okay. So I, I, I think that maybe a bigger pot could benefit even salt growers um, with some of those longer flowering strains, possibly. Possibly. Uh, I don't, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know. Were you dealing with as well? Like how, how long was the veg on that plant that you, that you thought? Veg was definitely a little bit longer than expected yeah. because we, we uh, the room was, was tied up, so. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, that may have also contributed to it. That's a, that's a good point. I actually never thought of that. Right. Um, but usually, I, I like to veg for like two and a half weeks, three weeks okay. is is my standard. Uh, but yeah, these ones definitely went closer to like four and a half. So yeah, that's all together possible. All together possible. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now I feel like the uh, the xxl the the magnum auto pots well, like that. are, are di directed more towards the organic growers um, oh definitely as, they're the ones that are most know. excited about it and and i i recent for I sure recently visited a couple like large organic facilities and they are just hounding me for these things man um they, they want them really bad so uh you know it'll 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 be it'll be most urgently wanted by that crowd that being said you know a lot of the time I'm telling people not to use bigger pots that are using them, you know, with salts and cocoa or whatever they might be using in the pot. Everybody wants to go big, especially in the States, not compared to like Europe and other countries we deal with here. <laughs> it's always better, right? Huge giant pots, man. And it's like, I try to preach to people. I'm like, man, you don't need this size pot to get what you're doing. So I, now there's going to be a lot of people that are going to see this size pot. They're going to jump right into it and it, it's going to be inefficient for, for what they're doing, you know? Um, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, mainly for the organic crowd, man. And then like, you know, large mothers, like long, long term moms and different, different facilities that we deal with large to small, you know, could, could utilize this, this as well. Um, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, just for what I'm doing, like I could eliminate the top dressings, the, f the foiler feeding, Mm -hmm. All the foil, the foiler feeding that I've been stop doing, that. I can stop doing that if I have a bigger, bigger battery. Um, by the way, guys, it's foliar feeding. I don't know how many fucking times I have to tell you people. Foliar. All right. <laughs> I like the way you say foiler. Well, that's, it's, a, it's a shout out to another well-known grower. Um, he definitely knows his shit, but he's a little arrogant sometimes. And if you don't know how to say foley, if you don't know how to say foliar, and you're that arrogant. And he, he even doubled down on it too. He tried to like tell me I was wrong. Like, like, no, it's foiler, dude. It's foiler, I assure you. I, I know the word. <laughs> All right. It's just His name rhymes with must. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it, it does. Uh, and as it's one of the sayings, what do they say? Never meet your idols, right? <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is a guy that I like, I looked up to and like, I definitely respected a lot. Um, still do, still do in, in, in some ways, but a lot less so in some other ways now. What can I say? Just when he says foliar, you know, then it's like, 
and mm. and I strongly disagree with his takes on kelp as well. So. Okay. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we'll we'll leave it at that. But um, I think the XXL system sounds like something I would benefit from a lot. Like I could eliminate all that extra feeding that I do if I had a bigger battery and I could just like all that's in my reservoir is water. I don't right. add nothing to it, right? And I know that auto pots like you have the bigger valve now right like it's the right. three eighths of an inch right. even on the smallest fittings right. and that will I, I like i i've seen it i've seen some people do it if you run organics in your reservoir it will work but you will have to clean the shit out of that system after mm -hmm. your run and then it'll it'll continue to work i just think you know that level of upkeep is not for me so yeah it, it you know one thing i'll say it, it's helpful if you're going to go that route and, and, and people do and get great results um just because you know the, the flowers come out great um but uh but the occasional once a week once every three days run a tank of water you know run a tank of water make sure to tr make sure to clear the lines um oftentimes people are using a secondary tank you know that they have a smaller tank that they can just you could just switch over to and that that'll be just pure water to, to run through there. And then, you know, there's a lot of good products right now you can run um, from different I companies. run my teas through a secondary tank. There you go. Right. Dude, that's, and that's, right. That's, that's smart. And it, it just makes your life easier, right? You know? Yeah. And it's just yeah. so easy to plumb one up, like, in two mm -hmm. seconds with a shutoff valve. You know? Right. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah and yeah, then, yeah. like, you were saying, if, uh, you had, like, that Photo Plus, like we were talking to Scott. Uh, and that'll eat like organic sludge from your lines. Oh, I'm actually too. glad you mentioned that. So me too. I was um, just going to mention that as well. Yeah. I uh, I I was using the cleanse periodically because I was worried about that type of buildup, and I hated doing it because I knew what it was doing to my root zone as far as like killing my microbes. And I've always used Photo Plus, so it's like one of those things I'm like killing and then adding, killing and then adding. Um, and since he mentioned that, hey, you know, I strongly believe that you do not need the cleanse if you're using Photo Plus uh, in your tank, and I and I do. Anyway, long story short, I haven't used it since he was on the show. What's that like? I don't know, three three weeks ago, a month ago. Yeah. And I haven't weeks. ran into any issues um, at all. Nice no, guy. No. Good dude. Dude, super nice guy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and since I took his advice, I haven't had any issues at all with you know clogs i do open the end of my run like every couple of days and just let some water flush through um you know flush lines that's what everybody should do organic synthetic i don't care what you know yeah open the it. end of the yeah. run flush the line a, a little bit good practice um, but, but yeah no haven't had any issues but yeah you had something to say on it manny well, look, and what you say, that, that's in our sop too i mean you should you should be opening the lines regardless of what you're doing it, it's easy to do you get a tank change open that line up. Um, but, but the method of using products like cleanse or even drip clean, you know, these products are, are more geared towards salts. And I think if you have organic buildup in the lines, you need to take an organic approach to it, you know? Um, and that's use different microbes that'll, that'll eat away at that, at that organic buildup. And, and there's different ways to go about it. Um, like, like the guys from microbe life might've told you, or, you know, there's products like Emerald Harvest has HydroClear is a new one that I've been recommending lots of people, which also, has properties like that, Biofilm Buster Plus, and you know, large ag when they're running stuff like this through 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 their through their feed lines that are quarter mile miles long, they're not taking they're, they're using the same thing. They're using microbes to break that stuff down. You know, nice. so that's you want you need an organic approach to organic buildup. 
right? So a lot of these organic guys that are doing, you know, they got a thousand auto pots out there somewhere in a, in a greenhouse. Um, and they got super soil and they're running organics through their res and their thousand foot lines and having yeah. a lot of success with, or no, they don't do that. They don't No, Generally it's going to be just water through that. And okay. I mean, look, these are, these are large, very expensive systems, um, that are running through multiple rooms, you know, being through facilities and, and generally, um, you know, even when they approach the plan, it, it's going to be water. And, and what they'll do is, and there's manpower behind this is they'll come through physically top feed the plants. I've had some people that have, have done this properly. And I like going this way is, is occasional supplementing through the, through your, your built-in irrigation system with, with some of these, these, these organics. Um, but the, generally their approach is to have as much as they can in the soil. And, and there's a lot of, a lot of R and D that goes into making sure that these soils can get them through, not just get them through, but produce high quality flowers, you know, because you're coming to market yeah. and you're competing with, with, with a lot of people. And oftentimes people that are, that are pushing high salts through, through, you know, through, through, through their fertigation systems. And, um, you know, so, so they have to put a lot of research development behind it, but in answer to your question, often it's, it's just water. Um, and then part of the SOP will be coming through, you know, once every couple of weeks, sometimes with, with, with some sort of, um, supplementing tea or whatever it might be. And that's going to go through the top of the pot a lot of the time. Um, but the option is there to run through your, your existing system. Um, but you just have to be careful with how you do that and bacteria buildup and all the nooks and crannies coming in, you know, from, from these lines, the 30 feet up in the top of these rooms pumping through, you know, $40,000 equipment, you know, that, that it's coming through. So you just have to be mindful of that and have a plan if you're going to approach it that way. And it can be done, but the majority of the time it is just going to be water running through these systems yeah. with, with these larger facilities. Well, that That's, you know, I, that's kind of, I had no idea that like people run facilities with auto pots do it that way, but it's, it's interesting that like, that's the same exact approach I take as, as an organic guy with my auto pots. It's yeah. just, you don't want to have to think about any of that shit clogging up a line. And I can't even imagine having a thousand plants plus, you know what I mean? Right. It's just like, yeah, you can't keep an eye on all that it's stuff. Man. Traditional irrigation lines. Like if you're running the common stuff out there, it's still going to be quarter inch. So our line is standard three eighths inch. So we're already yeah. bigger, bigger than the quarter inch standard line. So in that, that clogging those lines is a problem that happens all of the time with people that are doing this. And this is something that you have to work through, you know? Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. I like, you know, the, just the water in the res seems to be, um, like the, the way to go for organic guys. And that, that really does leave it down, um, to like your particular soil blend as really one of the, the secrets that'll be, whether you have a lot of success or, a, a moderate level of success because let's face it you're not going to like fail with auto pots it's just going to kind of like even if you're the worst grower ever it'll take you it'll like limping to the finish line just because your plants will be watered the whole time you know what i mean like they're clean up some of your they, yeah even if they're they're starved of nutrition they're gonna at least have water so they're, they're gonna do their thing um but if you have the nutrition dialed in and that's from an organic perspective a little tougher mm -hmm. um you know especially when you're already diluting your medium with like a an aeration kind of thing 
right. to in- improve the wicking. Um, now, it's the, the one product that I that I use that there's more than one okay but like 90% this one product from build a soil is called the craft nutrient blend mm-hmm. that is all you need all you need you throw a couple cups of that into your soil blend you already have a, a nice um, fresh soil out of the bag or something like stonington blend or um, ocean forest whatever you like to use right add a little bit extra perlite rice hulls lava rock whatever you use for aeration and then a couple scoops of that nutrient blend and that's that'll be really what you need to carry you and and i wanted to ask you guys um just out of my curiosity are you using any like pre-bagged living soils ever and trying those out that where you're not amending it too much and like how does that compare to, to to what you're doing now as far as the soils that you're building um, so I, I do use the, the Stonington blend from coast of Maine. Very popular. Um, yeah. That's the one I like what, to use a lot, but use, I do use Stonington as well. I use a mix of Stonington and then some slightly less hot thing, like happy frog, or I prefer roots organic, but I have a hard time getting that lately. Um, and then perlite and cocoa mixed in 15 to 20% of those. Nice. How is Stonington as far as like pesco? Like, are you bringing you know, yes, that top? fungus gnats? Hundred percent. Right. Always get fungus gnats. Always. But that's that's always with always like always. almost any bagged soil. Let's be yeah. real. Yeah. Um. Now it's it's there's you know a ver- various ways you can eliminate that, but like yeah, it's you're gonna get them. Mm-hmm. No doubt. No doubt. Cool. Yeah, it's a popular combination. Again, like I talk about these emerging markets and, and guys just jumping into the system and wanting success. And there's some pre-bag stuff that, that'll work really well. Some mild supplementation might be needed, but um, but like, you know, Sohum, we work a lot with them and, and newer growers using that. Um, you know, Detroit Nutrient Company, Water Only is another one. Coast of Maine yep. is a popular they're, one. Uh, they're getting real popular, the Detroit. Um, yeah. Com- like, they're bursting. I, I they're coming up more and more and more, like uh, in my travels. They're a great company, man. I mean, the the owner of the company, Tommy, is one of the one of the best dudes I know out in the industry, man. And he's the only one of the only motherfuckers that like puts his own personal number on the bag. You know, when you buy the bag, it's his freaking cell phone number. You call it, you get him on the phone, which is crazy because it's a big company. He sells in many states all over the country, and the dude's wow. just, like, you know, but transparency uh, right there, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but that's great. And I love seeing that. You know, that's a lot of like, that takes a lot of work, but it means you really believe in what you're doing. That is you know? cool. Now, the, the kind of the catch with any of those bagged living soils, uh, the super soils, right? Even Stonington Blend, Sohum, Detroit Nutrient Company. Um, I've seen, I know I've seen more. Um, yeah. M3. Yeah, M3 mix. Um there's there's more even too it's it's funny they keep coming out but now they're all they all do work as a water only kind of soil but you need a huge container like more than a 10 gallon pot so i feel like the 13 gallon if you do want to do a true water only grow that's what you're going to want to get um like the the owners of those companies are calling me every once in a while i'm going to say pretty often asking me when this is coming out so. I, I bet because it's like even 
even the best living soils, man, they, they just don't have enough juice to get you through a full run. Yeah. These are high feeding plants and you know, uh, it's a reality. Are happy with the results, but again, newer guys, but at the end of the day with their environment, the lighting they're using, you know, they're a lot of oftentimes how much are they going to get out of that soil? You know, but once everything's tuned in, yeah, you know, you're going to, you're going to exhaust what's yeah. in there. Depending if on you're, on, you're under any of the modern lighting fixtures that they sell, like the, the LED lights, powerful lights in a tent, you're going to be driving your plants like, you know, very hard and mm -hmm. to not supplement them in any way with, right. um, you know, even a 6.6 .6 gallon yeah. pot of soil. It's it. I found that you're going to run out. And yeah. It's just a reality. So, um, but it just, you know, it'll, it'll get you there still. Like there's really, you, you can do it and it'll get you there, but yeah, I've been might... playing around with this, uh, um, tricantanol product lately. If you guys are familiar with tricantanol and yeah. that's another thing, you start introducing that and then you're just amping up the metabolism of your plant and you're going to use a lot more of what's in the pot, a lot more of your lighting. Um, yeah, like you ever use alfalfa in, in, in your mixes? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's an excellent food for microbes better than molasses. Right. And then that, that'll give off tricantinol as well, which is naturally occurring, you know, in plants and you can find it in beeswax and it's basically like speed for plants, you know, it's organic. Yeah. I, so I've been using this product here called herps up. And it's like the highest concentration of tricantinol in solution that you can find. And I've been like giving it some other people because a buddy of mine has been working on this recipe for like two years and trying to stabilize it. Because the whole problem with tricantinol, which is used in some products like Canna Boost and, you know, other products out there, but it's at low concentrations and, and you know, use alfalfa as well and organic build, building soils and stuff. Um, but we can never just get enough to get its full benefit. But this product that that we've been messing around with, and I'm seeing soils just like just pulling everything out way earlier, exhausting it way earlier than we were before, just because the plant is just utilizing more. So in these instances too, as you introduce stuff like that, it's just gonna exhaust these soils more. So larger volume is gonna be helpful to guys that are really tuned in and, and looking at stuff like that. So um if you guys want to sample this stuff, I'll shoot you some as well. Oh fuck yeah. Yeah, yeah right. Absolutely. Yeah. One of the best products I've seen. Like what is Terps Up? Terps Up. I've never heard of it. Yeah. It's brand new. I mean, it's been sold in Canada for a while. Um, but okay. it, it's in the US now and um It's usually the other way around, isn't it? Like I've never heard of a product that started in Canada and then came to the US. It's usually the other way around. Manufacturing's in Canada as well for it. And Ooh. the agronomist and chemist is is out of the out uh, is actually in Australia. I've known him for a long time. He's a brilliant dude, but it was all about stabilizing the tricantinol because that's been the hardest thing. It's 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 like really thick and gunky, just just mm. by nature. So a stabilizing agent and then a, a delivery mechanism, a molecule to get it into the plant properly, was was the whole thing around this, and it, that hasn't really been done before. Um, but you know, and this is this is a growth regulator, which usually has a negative connotation, but here it's it's organic and it's 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 not doing what other pgrs might do they're synthetic and could be carcinogens it's, it's like, not no. like paclobuterol you know what i mean no, not paclo <laughs> right right not paclo which is uh you know that that's that's the big one that people are like you know if you'll about. get rock hard nugs with it oh um, yeah i mean dude crazy I, it's Wait. funny when, when when i see like i can just see right away i'm like paclo bud 
Like, you can just tell by looking at it. Like, it's, like, super tight. It's got, like, no, next to no smell. Yeah, the, the oils are all gone. Yeah, the oils get stripped by, by, by mm-hmm. pack. Right. Yeah, it's just, like, so, it's, it, it looks great bag appeal. You know right. what I mean? Um, yeah. But yeah. But trichanthin is, like, the opposite. It's the other side of that hormonal spectrum, mm-hmm. right? So where yep. we're bringing, bringing more terpenes, we're bringing more oils out of the plant, and then ultimately speeding up the metabolism of the plant to take in more light take in more nutrients taken you know so um yeah it's crazy yeah yeah. that's some pretty cool stuff actually yeah yeah i mean it's interesting just just where they came up with figuring out like plants that were growing next to like big bales of alfalfa hay like out in like farms and stuff were just like exploding and they were like what the fuck is going on and that's when people started introducing alfalfa into their into their soils you know um but you can only take much out of it yeah but I'll give you guys some. Let me tell me what you think about it because it's it's one of my friends has been working on this for a long time, and it's it's. I mean, I've it's one of the best products I've seen in a long time. Next to, oh, next yeah. to maybe well, like a handful of others that I've seen over the next ten years. Because aside from that, everything is just like a recreation of other things. They're just refining something else that's been done already. You know, it's cool. It's cool. Now, if I'm not mistaken, the craft nutrient blend that I spoke of as one of my favorite, like soil amendments has alfalfa in it, right? Has pretty much everything you could, yeah, you could want thoughts about that. I read a good article on their website, like a couple weeks ago on alfalfa. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's got everything in there thrown together. So it's mm-hmm. like, uh, it works, shit works and it's, um, cost effective. I will say yeah. too. No, those guys' uh-huh. platform is awesome. YouTube channel, the website, everything they're doing is like, it's, that model is, is it's really beneficial for growers, all the information given, you know, and then it also, it, has is. The, it also, now, you know, I enjoy watching the content and I grow with salts, you know, right. so. Dude, he just explains shit really well. But now what what I have been trying to do is connect the dots for people too. I don't know if it's that apparent to people that like I said, Autopots are an organic earth box, or an, I'm sorry, an automated earth box. Yeah. Like it's, it's, it is that style exactly just automated. Think of it that way. That's you just have, an, and we uh, bring know. in a very small volume of water because remember the pot is displacing a lot of water. So it's really just that area around the valve that's filling up and that's, you know, 400 mils. Like it's not a lot. So it's just constant you know, ebb and then ebb and then ebb. It's not ebb and flow, it's ebb absorption, ebb absorption, you know? So that's, that's, that's the beauty around it. It is. Yeah. It's 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 such a, such a cool system. Yeah. The tough thing, like you were saying before, you said dinosaurs, I call them old heads and it's getting, getting them to, 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 to take the step and try it and just shut up about everything that they, that they think and be like, dude, I'm not going to argue with you. But how about you give me a little bit of space and try these things out, you know? And like, you can show me all the articles you want, but then there's real life, you know? And like, it's the same thing with the H- HPS and LED. Like, if you're still using HPS, I'm sorry. They're mm-hmm. not as good as modern LEDs. They're just not. In order to get better results, you have to run a bit warmer than you did with your HPS, and they never do. So they're like, these LEDs suck. Do I plant just didn't respond? Yeah, and that's usually the number one reason is they just they run their rooms a little too too cool, and they don't right. take advantage of the LED, right. Um, right? Which will in turn, 
you're using, you know, at least 40% less power in the long run, which means less air conditioning. Um, you know, it's, it's a win-win overall. And, uh, yeah, I run into it all the time. Same thing with auto flowers. Like, you know, people think that those are still shit. Because they were. They were shit like six, seven years ago. Like, maybe, well, probably a little bit longer than that. They were shit. Um, and they've come a long way, but yeah. Yeah, I like them. I, I've been I've been on the autoflower train for for a few years now, a few a couple of years mm-hmm. myself. Just because mm-hmm. they've been producing for me and they're easy, and my life's too crazy to 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 zero in too hard on what I'm doing, you know. So mm-hmm. yeah, they're a little great. little fail proof like yeah. autoflowers and auto pots, guys. It's... A lot of people have done a lot of work. You know, there's a lot of work that goes behind these things in in, in the genetic world. You know, and and what breeders do, and it's people need to give them credit for for all the work that goes into what comes out of the end product that everybody benefits. Yeah, people just think of like low rider and like, you know, it's basically Ruderalis was a ditch weed. Um, and the whole point is to give you that auto flower, you know, trait, but give you a lot of the characteristics of, of a photo. Um, and they've, they're still not a hundred percent there. I mean, look, I mean, they still have produced really great smoke though. And there's a lot of them that you couldn't even tell the difference mm-hmm. um, if grown right. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. I agree with that 100%. All right, Manny. So here's here's my uh, my personal, like, research and development suggestion for you as a uh, – my one my one issue still that I'm, I'm struggling with with autopots is I love to grow a variety of different strains. Um like I don't do a, a monocrop, you know what I mean? It's all different plants, different heights, different, different, you know, sativas, indicas, all the above. So is there an easy way for me to like raise the reservoir enable, to enable me to like raise individual plants at maybe just like a foot, you know, if, if it gave me like a foot of clearance to raise my smaller plants up just just a little bit so it would really help particularly right the different height of these plants Mm -hmm. speaking to um yeah and it's it's a method that i like a lot and i I push a lot of my commercial guys towards this but what you'd want to implement is a small header tank right and this tank in theory for your setup could be three gallons right elevated in in your room elevated put a shelf up whatever you got to do that header tank would have uh, an autofill valve on it or a, a ball cock valve that would keep that tank full. So it's always full, three gallons of water, always. You have that pressure. And then on the gotcha. floor, on the floor, you have your main tank where you have access to the same tank you always use. You have, you'll have pipe work coming up to your small header tank with an autofill valve. And that's, that's, that's talking to the pump inside of the tank, keeping that three gallon tank full. Again, this is in your scenario, but I have larger facilities that have huge, you know, three level racks with, you know, like 70 plants on each rack. And we can still get away with a five, 10 gallon tank as long as it stays full in theory. And that, that tank will stay full and then it'll just gravity feed down to the rest of your plants. So, so the header- a lot of RO systems work the same way, like commercial right. reverse osmosis systems. Absolutely. You have yeah. Like header tank. Wow. yeah. And you can get autofill valves like pretty easily on Amazon that are inexpensive. Oftentimes you're even used for like animal, like livestock feed, you know, to keep their, their water tanks full. And those are simple 
autofill valves you just put at the top of your of your header tank connect that down to to a pump and you just keep that header tank full you'll be good you can raise those plants as high as you want so i can still just manually fill that big reservoir like i have been with you know whatever tap i've just been using tap water man honestly it's that's why I love I love this system because it's like it lets me be even lazier than I was as a gardener, which I, I didn't even think was possible. But like, yeah, it's so no, this is this is a great idea. So then I could theoretically I'd have a tank, you know, up on a shelf, which gives me like how high do you think it would have to be to give not, me just a foot? Of honestly, not, not too high because the scenarios I use this in are usually you know larger scenarios, and your scenario. I mean, it wouldn't have to be, you could have it at like eye level, really. So you ha still have good access to it. And then from there, that would just come, you would just have your, your line that feeds down, your main line that feeds down to your pots and you'd be fine. And all, right, so, so all together, I mean, it wouldn't even cost you that much. It wouldn't be that hard to put together. Now, I, that sounds, it, I mean, honestly, you had the idea, you know, solution right on, on the dot, like it. You, you uh, you're you're a smart man, Manny. But now my next question is: so let's say the the tube come down comes down from the tank, mm -hmm. and it goes below the uh, aqua valve, and then like comes back up mm -hmm. through the, the smaller tube. You know what I mean? The, uh, right. the quarter inch is that still going to work? It Absolutely. just provides the pressure from the top, and it'll it'll fill it to, up 100%. to the height of that reservoir, right? You wouldn't have any issue. Yeah, you'd have oh, actually, yeah. you'd have probably stronger pressure than you have now. Fucking so, right, is there a man. point you could have too much pressure? I asked Luke this question. I think he told yeah. me yes. It, well, yeah. I mean, look, there's an equation for height, tank size, PSI mm. at that you can find pretty easily. I'm not going to have it off the top of my brain right now, but it's yeah, something yeah, yeah. That I have to implement pretty often. It'd be really hard to do, I would imagine. It is. I mean, look, but it, it can happen in larger scenarios that I deal with, but oftentimes, you know, that it, it's, that we can handle that pressure. The valve, honestly, I've seen the valve handle up to like 19 PSI and not, wow. and not budge, but I would never suggest that. I usually want to keep it around under 10, around six to eight, you know, and a lot of our larger clients, you know, we, we speak here about the simplicity of the system and it's designed as a gravity feed system, but you know, when I got guys running 15,000 auto pots through a facility, they can't just rely on gravity and, and they're going to pressurize the whole system and we'll have pressure compensation, you know, prior to reaching each room and prior to reaching every level of a rack or every level of a, of a, of a rolling bench um, and, and bringing that PSI back down at that six to eight level. You know, Do you really think they need to pressurize the lines? I try to talk to them. I've had, some, I've had some pretty long runs before, like close to close to 150 feet. Um, with reservoirs, like, like no, no, reservoirs no, indoors. your money would be well better spent elsewhere, sir. I assure you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like uh, I've had reservoirs inside a home, and the tube goes, like I said, like 100, 150 feet down into a garage, right? Um, without any issues. So now, water will find its lowest point. Um, you know, I'm having the conversation all the time to people dropping millions of dollars into into what they're doing in fertigation. And I'm trying to push them into this header tank stuff that we were just talking about. Because um, I think that the simplicity is elegant and it's efficient. And it's going to cause less problems down the line because you move into pressur pressurization, as you talked before, and other fertigation systems and equalizing pressure, taking back pressure into consideration if there's no, if there's no runoff. Um, you know, these things can get a lot more complicated 
And oftentimes people developing these facilities are not growers, you know, the, where the money is and, and the people making the decisions aren't even listening to the growers half the time and they're making all kinds of mistakes. So if they go into this header tank method and use gravity, they're going to have less issues. So I have this conversation all the time, but the majority of the time people don't listen and they do go to pressurization and then we'll build out facilities and then there might be issues down the line. And then I have to come back in and help them. Or I have now consultants that I just pass that on to that they can pay. Cause I already told them not to do it. <laughs> and I make it very clear beforehand, but like <laughs> you were saying, man, we have clients, you know, Autopot sold all around the world. We have, you know, over 70 countries now and we have, you know, crop food, crop production in, in the Caribbean, you know, in, in Africa, in different countries where, you know, we'll have a, you'll have a quarter mile long feed line. It's just gravity, you know, off a very large tank going a quarter mile and it, it gets to every pot, you know, everything gets fed. Um, so if it can work in that scenario, it can work in other scenarios. So, um, you know, gravity has been working for billions of years. Why would right. it stop? You know, well, it, unless you have a clog or something preventing it from getting to the lowest point, it, right. it's, it's going to do just that. And, and this is just the, the, the simplicity is, is effective, efficient, and elegant when used properly. And sometimes overcomplicating things just for the sake of overcomplicating things, because you know how is not going to help you. What, what matters is getting the job done, you know, and doing it right. Um, so guys that can swallow their ego and look at things the right way, um, will, will benefit from that greatly in this industry. And it's not something that I see to be the norm. You know? Yeah. People push back. They do. They do. And it, it causes all kinds of problems and I can't even get into you and a little, little bit of your name of a name for yourself in this, this industry, you start to like, you know, start to tell people on Instagram to piss off when they just try to be a nice, nice friend and correct your pronunciation of a common word. Like, it, it's geez. an enemy of progress, man. It's Crazy. an enemy of progress. This, this, this type of cultivation is not one that's been mainstream for a long time, especially in the U S and sorry, the U S is usually the, 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 for, the, the foreground, the, the, the front line of, of, of progress for a lot of things in, 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 in engineering, all the things that we do. So we just haven't had the time behind this. So just to assume that the way we've been doing things is the right way is, is, is it's silly. It's not, it's not smart. You know, people need to be more open. And there's, as you guys, there's a lot of bro science. There's a lot of, you know, guys that just can't swallow, you know, can't, their ego's too big and it just gets in the way of progress, you know? And, and this is, Something for me, I could talk on about for a long time, man. Because Autopod is 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 you guys, you know, and you know, as you said, Captain, before, you know, the hesitancy into jumping into something that was foreign to you, you know, there was some hesitancy, but you were able to make the move, and and that wall is something that that I face a lot, you know, and I have to talk yeah. to people about. So you know, and and just so happens, you know, out of all the states in the U.S., you know, one of the hardest states for us to penetrate is like Colorado, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah the hydroculture there forever, you know, and it's they one don't of the know. first legal markets, you know. Right, it's so it's crazy. Like even like Rasta Jeff grows with salts out there. Isn't that nuts? Yeah, like you know, he's dude with big dreadlocks, and he's like you know dumping bottles into his. Pot. It's just like I thought I'm you'd be sure uh, organics. Dr dreadlocks sure are you, you guys got him a system in his hands. I don't think he ever used it. No, well, you know, yeah, that's what it is. It's why, but like, um, I think. 
for all the noobs out there. Like, you know, that, and, and that is kind of one of the things with the dinosaurs. That's one of the reasons they get resentful with, you know, the, the, the newer generation of growers. You know, people can just start on a whim and, and listen to a couple podcasts like Cultivation Conversation. You get some really good info, info from some friendly, you know, skilled growers. Get yourself an auto pot system. Get yourself a couple night owl auto flower beans. And then in... 12 weeks, you're going to grow better weed than 99% of the people out there that have been trying to do this shit for decades. It's as simple as that. And, and they're going to get pissed off about it because they don't understand that it's that it can be that easy. It really can. Like, you know what I get pushed back on the most is the tray system. Okay. People are, so, so like, I, it's very intriguing for people because of its cost of entry, right? You just buy an aqua valve and you put it in a tray with a weighted cover mm -hmm. and that's it. And people are like, well, I don't get it. Like that just doesn't make any sense to me. That's it's too simple. Like if that were the case, why would people buy pots? And I'm like, well, they're in a large facility. You're going to have plants. that are going to want to drink at different levels. And especially if, like for a captain who runs like a bunch of different crosses um, or different, different strains, you're not going to want them all in one tray feeding off one valve. Um, but that system is that effective, you know, uh, the kid who got me into auto pots, UB grower, he's the one who preached auto pots to me for a long time. He's a breeder over in, in, um, our brothers and farms. And, uh, he, uh, he uses the tray system now, uh, just, you know, one valve and it just works. It's, it's, it does. But people, it... people push back on that one a lot. They're like, I don't get it. Like, that's well, it. I'm like, that's it. We... It's that simple. Yeah, we developed that in conjunction with um, large facilities, high density cultivation, vertically tiered, and it was specific to what they were doing. Um, and also, you know, once you get to that ten thousand mark and above plant count, you know, cleaning ten thousand valves requires a number of employees and, and like high end equipment. Um, so if you can get one valve for every nine plants, you know, you just that's almost a tenth of the valves, right? So, so it's, there's a lot of other thought that goes into this and the theory that you mentioned, you know, the each individual plant, their own valve and, 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 and the whole thought behind that, it, it's solid and it works. But then I see these tray systems, man, and I see the results out of them. And it's just like even canopies and great production, um, they work, you know, but, yeah. um, you know, I tend to like the individual modules more myself. Um, but in certain scenarios, it's just not practical. You know, yeah, you got to think, think for like a tent, like it's it's kind of a perfect system, really. Right. Um, like a, a small tent. I mean, especially if you're pheno hunting. Right. Um, That's what when, when I, That's yeah, yeah. The, the tray system. When, when I set them up for people, there's one thing right. I do. I usually cover the top with like a polyfilm and just cut slits for the pots. There you um, go. Once, once oh, the canopy it kills, it, it's, it's not. Oh. A, yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so once the canopy is full, it's not a problem. But during the beginning, you will get some like algae growth and, and stuff like that because you're it's you know grow lights hitting water. Right. Like, that's yeah. it. You know. So. Yeah. And, uh, Generally, canopy can help you there, but but yeah, the poly and the and, and just cutting holes is super easy. Um, and then of course, you know, we have we have the, the covers on the tray systems. The Auto Five. I've seen the Auto Five tray system. So that's a four by four tray, just a flat tray, no channels like the Auto Nine. And then we just made a cover to go over it to hold, you know, um, to hold nine 
or, or sorry, five nine gallon pots. But you know that size volume pot, it, it, it's more geared towards organics, in my opinion. You know, so yeah. Nice. I just want to give a shout out to Mac Attack Gardens out there who is running the tray system. A couple photo periods in a tent, and he's killing it. Just like uh, you know, Monster suggests with the little bit of panda film over top. Um, yeah, it's it's doing amazing. I, I, yeah. I just say like making make a bed, like you know, like you're putting yeah. a sheet on a bed. You want a nice tight, you know, mm. a little bit of white gorilla tape works for me. Yeah, um, and uh, cut some little X's, just big enough for your pots. Put them in, yeah. good to go. I'm and another good. one for your, your valve. You know, so yeah, yeah, and a barrier for debris and light, and and our easy to go kits are really cool, man. It's just a little kit. It comes with the valve cover, valve, some tubing, um, a reducer, and a couple fittings. And people get super creative with those and use them in all kinds of ways. You know, um, usually yeah. pre veg. Yeah, I see. You know, but people use them to grow. You know, giant plants too. And you guys are talking about the largest plant you see, and I had a guy in Rhode Island using these uh, our easy to go kits, and he made. Like he'd get a big saucer and then he'd put another saucer over it and then he'd cut a hole in that and drop a 20 gallon plastic pot in there. And that dude would put a one and a half lights per plant and he was growing like 11 foot plants out of, you know, his own auto pot, you know, they were gigantic. He's pulling these crazy, you know, long veg times and shit, but yeah, 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 yeah. he's probably limited on plant count. He wants to, this is his way to get Correct. the most weight. Yeah. yeah. Old school dude too, just doing the, but well, you know. But yeah, he would pull crazy harvest off it. But you know, he'd have like two, not even two a year, you know. So, yeah. um, before I, I get into my next question, I just wanted to because we are running a, a little late here. I don't want to keep you all night. Um, did you have anything else you you wanted to talk about? Um, look, uh, just the the YouTube channel. If if you know, we're gonna have a lot of really good content on there that I think people will really enjoy and kind of open up. Um, just a lot of tips from us and content we've made, but also taking a look inside of larger facilities and the SOP around using autopots in larger levels and people that have really put a lot of thought behind it. Um, and then the XXL, which we touched on as well, which will be coming soon. And honestly, you guys will have it in your hands probably before anybody else. So you can show it and talk about it. Awesome. You know, so, um, yeah. Do you, do you have oh, a little shit. bit more time? Cause there's just a couple of things I, I wanted to yeah. talk no, about. No, no, can't wait. Uh, yeah. Um, the, all your products are awesome, but the the one that's really like changed my life, changed my life is the easy to go, easy to propagate system. Okay, I mean that product is just fucking awesome. I mean, I uh, I was like an arrow cloner guy, and I loved arrow cloners, but you know the problem with them is you got to babysit them, right? right. You really got to babysit them. Like every day, you got to peek in there and look. Um, sometimes they leak and fucking the pH drift or emitters clog, right? Um, and I was never a big fan of the, like the clone dome kind of style of cloning um, because you had to stay on top of the cubes, you know, being moist. Um, and the easy to propagate system, I get roots in like seven days sometimes. Like, no problem. I just did a video on it. Um, I took... Um, you know, your traditional, like, cube clone thing with, like, root rye cubes. Then I took um, just cups with slits cut in them and just straight cocoa and put them all on there, and they all rooted in, like, seven days. Mm -hmm. And it was just amazing how quickly everything worked, everything rooted, and I don't have to babysit them. The cubes just stay perfectly moist. Um, yeah, it's, it's, 
it's been a game. Plus, you know, I have like three or four clones. Like, if I want to cut fifty clones, I can cut like way more than that now. You know, it's a big system. Luke had mentioned that there's a smaller one um, as well, which I wasn't aware of. Um, but yeah, if you just kind of wanted to talk about that system a little bit. Well, look, like what you said, and this is, this is one of my one of my points that I make um, to, to people as they're considering this, or I'm teaching them about it. Is it's it's a fragile environment to be an aero cloner. It's it's, a, it's fragile. Things if you're not on top of it, things can change very quickly, and and you're just at risk. Um, so so it, the fact of the matter is, when when you are cultivating at a uh, at a high quantity, um, you need stability in what you're doing, and the most important area you're doing it. This is where your stock starts, you know, in propagation. Um, so this system is going to provide you a, a, a lot of um, a lot of leeway with that, and, and the plants are more stable. Point like once they do get rooted um, and they're doing well, if you're not ready to, to 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 transplant, just take the dome off, and they can sit there and chill and feed and do great. Um, one thing that I will point to though, and just in all honesty, is um, if you're going to leave that system on all the time, I point people towards like root riot um, and, and that those kind of propagation medias because compared to rock wool, you know, rock wool will take on a lot more water in that scenario. Um, and, and people have less luck and less, 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 less luck with that unless they massage the system and turn it on and off here and there. So I try to push people towards that, that root riot style of, of, of propagation. Yeah. Rapper rooters, root riot. They're like all the I, same. Yeah. Those uh, are my favorite. I just have, they always have been. I like root riot the best. They seem to be like the most consistently, sometimes the rabbit rooters are like oddly sized, like they just don't fit in the hole. Right. Uh, but anyway, you pretty much get the, the same results with, with either. It's and, like an inner medium plug. I like those because you can just keep the system on. And it's like, like you said, that the results and, and the time it cuts down on and, 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 and seeing these plants root is, is awesome. You know, just like light MPK in the tank, a little rooting hormones, and you're good to go. I actually and you... run, a, I run a bloom mix. Really? Yeah. Um, okay. And it's been... That changed my game as well. I started doing that about a year and a half, two years ago, maybe a little bit longer. Um, and it, it seems to give me really good results. Oh, yeah, it's high, great. High uh, phosphorus. We, we talk about all our other products a lot, and I don't get a chance to really talk about that easy to propagate too often. Um, but it's an awesome system, man. And it's, it's kind of a head turner. Like somebody sees it, like they walk into your setup and they're like, what the fuck? What is that? Yeah. Thing? You know, like I've never yeah. seen a propagation dome that big. Why is there a tube going into it? What's that box? You know, like what's going on a in little, here? Six gallon reservoir too. I have, yeah. for lack of a better word, it just it's cute, man. It's just like this yeah. little freaking thing. It's yeah. like, yeah, 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 yeah it's, awesome. it's it's cool. It's really yeah. cool. Yeah. No, did, did you get one of those after the last time we talked? Was that what it was? Like, isn't it? Yeah, well, yeah, I got I got one, and it's been a game changer for me. No um, doubt. Really, no doubt. like it's. It's awesome. It because cloning really was one of the most stressful parts mm -hmm. of what I do. Right, it really was. Like it, it was one of those things I kind of had to like babysit. Like now, like I've recently had a lot of stuff going on and with in my personal life with my in laws, and it's taken a lot of my time. Mm -hmm. I, I there's just no way like I would be able to have successful cuttings in a in an arrow uh, cloner. Yeah, or any type you, of car, really. If you push that forward, man, I mean, I, we have guys that are running lots of clones, and there's people, you know, that are just make a business out of selling clones and and plants. And and when you can have two employees manage thousands of cuts at the same time, I mean, that that's huge. When when we start expanding this out, um, and and that's what you can do, especially 
If you tier these three to four on a rack, put them on wheels, water source up top, just start moving them around very easily, rolling them around. And, you know, um, what it's been able to do for like guys I talk to in larger facilities is oftentimes these guys that are managing the propagation um, area, they have to come in on the weekends and they have to man and they have to be there. Once they introduce this system, then people get weekends off, you know, and once two employees they manage a very large stock of, of, of young plants or, you know, whether that's it right there, man, that's the, that's the autopot advantage in all facets of growing. Right. Take your life back. Right. It lets the plants feed themselves. It lets the plants do their thing naturally. They, they, they have access to water. Mm -hmm. It's like, like basically like they would in nature. You know what I mean? Um, it's, it's a beautiful thing. Now, did you mention that you're coming out with a smaller, easy, or, uh, easy to, oh, yeah. easy to yeah. clone? We've had Easy it for a while. It's not something we feature Easy a lot, propagate. but it is a bit, yeah, it is available. I mean, it's an, it's our XL propagation dome. Um, it's just, it's just a larger, thick, high quality dome. Um, it's not, not nearly as big as the four foot dome for, for the easy to propagate system, but we've had it available for a long time. Not something we sell very often. Easy to propagate that's, sells more. That's the other thing that I really like about it. I remember calling you when I first got it. I'm like, you know, this thing is awesome. I just, I can't get the lid to like it. Just kind of just like sits on there. He's like, "Yeah, you got to snap it in." I'm like, like "Whoa!" Yeah. Like it's just so well built, you know. It, like it just it's the best dome I've ever seen. I've, yeah, I mess, I mess up propagation domes all the time because they're so flimsy. Mm. This one is heavy duty, and we made it yeah. so it perfectly on that four foot by two foot tray because you got to snap it, and then mm. you get that because it's about humidity, man. You can't, you can't, yeah. you can't approach it without it being precise, you know? And the humidity controls on top aren't those shitty little plastic ones because I lose those and I end up putting tape over, you know? <laughs> and then as I harden off, I start peeling the tape back over the humidity controls that I lose. These aren't going anywhere. They're like hard plastic humidity controls on the top. Yeah, so. and they have a real nice, like, uh, feel to them. Like, they snap, like, they in do. place. Like, yeah. yeah, just... Listen, everything from Autopot is like the Cadillac. <laughs> of, of of any any grow equipment you could get, man. When I took this shit out of the box, it was like, yeah, you could feel the quality, even in the plastic parts. I mean, little every little piece is is yeah. engineered with like pretty precise tolerances. It looks great. Oh, that's what you know it. you're gonna get with auto. We really appreciate that. I, I honestly like thank thank you guys so much for what you say, and I like, and I know you mean it, and and, and we work really really hard. To make sure that that we keep that level of quality in everything that we do, you know, and, and we don't want to cut any corners going forward, you know, when it comes to any of this stuff. So I think you know, that it's uh, Autopot USA. I think Luke told me there's like less than twenty people running that whole show. Yeah, I mean, honestly, so we got that, to that, that's, that's, fucking, that's that's fucking incredible. Yeah, like, you guys are busting your ass. You're I mean, a, mo a model. It, it, to like it used to just be me. It used to just, just be saying. me and like two people. <laughs> like we expanded it <laughs> out. Shit. But uh, uh, no, now this is the biggest market for for Autopot in the world. And and mind you, Autopot is probably the most popular product in hydro in the UK and lots of Europe. Um, but but this is the biggest market, and also this is the US man. We, we fucking do things right here. Um. So, you know, so, you know, it's just going to get bigger and, um, and, oh, yeah. and we're pushing forward. We just hired a, a new sales rep who's working in the Midwest. His name is, uh, is Matt, Chef Matt. He's from the corporate chef world. He was helping 
chefs grow with auto pots in 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 their high-end kitchens herbs on the easy to propagates hell yeah you want people just growing their own high-end oh, microgreens that's a perfect system for in my the back of the, in the back of the house yeah. dude, in the prep kitchen oh. just like pulling them they're growing super fast and you know you don't have to worry about people delivering them and stuff you can grow them yourself and and he's just like super on point he's he's a new guy who's going to be hitting the streets pretty hard for us and um you know you know we're hoping for, for big things out here i just want to get and you guys are really big advocates for this. And again, I always appreciate it. And, and I know it's, it's genuine from y'all, but, um, you know, we just want to get the word out there and get more people, get more people on it, you know, and, and whatever we got to do. It really is a game changer. I mean, it's, it sounds cliche, but it's a truly a game changer. You got to take your life back. Let it changed my life. Man. That's for sure. It, for it gives sure. you a lot. Of, we were going to make a t-shirt a long time ago. It was a slogan we were talking about. It was take your weekends back. Autopot. <laughs> Take your weekends back on the back of the of the shirt, you know, because growers it. are stuck at their house, man. They can't go anywhere, you know. It's that was, that was me. That was me. Yeah, like any any here. kind of family drama crops up. I had it. I had it myself. You know, mm -hmm. life happens. Life right. happens. And if you got you got plants that are like five weeks into flower, what are you gonna do? Right. You got you got to go somewhere for five days, just unexpected. I mean, really. I mean, I think about it like this. The time when you want a vacation the most is the summer, and that's when your plants drink the most. Right. So it's like, <laughs> good luck right. yeah. without no. some sort of automated system. Yeah. A lot of our retailers keep on the counter, we have a display. A display. It holds a bunch of easy-to-go kits, and that's for the guys that come in. They're like, shit, I have a funeral, and I don't trust anybody to, to water my plants. What the fuck am I going to do? And they're like, you just need to grab one of these kits for each one of your plants, an oversized saucer, and one of these tanks. And every time they switch their thing over, their grow over to that, they never take it down. They just, no, why would you? You know? Yeah. So it's, no, it's one of those you? things like these stores have these in place and people don't call, come in asking for it. They just come in with a problem. And they're like, well, here's the solution to your problem. You know, these easy to go kits. Now, you can't just set up an autopot system here, but you can drop one of these in the saucer for one of your plants, you know, and hook up, no, hook up the system. It, it, that's a gateway drug, is what that is. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. We're hustlers, man. <laughs> we like this crack model. It's, it's so great. Now, if yeah. you're if you're a, a grower, like and you're growing for any duration of time, you're gonna you are going to run into that problem eventually. We're just like life gets in your way, and it's um, you know, you gotta you gotta you gotta get on the automated watering train, is what I'm saying. And Autopot is the Cadillac of ways to do it. So the, the way things are now, it's hard to just be a grower. You usually have, it's a side hustle or you got a nine to five or you got a job. You're not just a grower. So, you know, you can't, your life can't revolve around the feeding schedule of your plants. You got to step into automation because you got other shit going on. And if you don't, good for you. Like, that's awesome. But most people have got some other shit going on, you know? So you got to find some people that will say, oh, I just, I love spending time with my plants. So I like hand watering and. My argument with that is, well, you could spend more time with your plants if you weren't hand watering. <laughs> Absolutely. You yeah. really can. When you free yourself from just that labor, you can do the stuff that really matters in, yeah. in the grow. You know? Do a visual check on the valves, you know, once every couple of days, defoliation, check your you know, check whatever meters you have in the room. There's no reason that you can't do that. That's that's a bad excuse, you know you know so well, one yeah. thing i've found since getting the auto pot system is that i have a way cleaner grow room because it just gives me more time you know i'm up there i i'm not like 
I'm not laboring over just giving my plants water. And mm -hmm. it, it truly was a labor. And, I, and I, I, I didn't mind doing it. You know, it's a labor of love sort of thing. But like, man, just take that away. After you, after you the novelty wears off, you know, you're, you, you've got a couple crops under your belt. It's just like, all right, take this away from me. Like, let mm -hmm. someone else do it. And right. who better to do that than the plants themselves? They just take as much as they want. No timers, no electricity, no pumps, and it, it's truly a fucking awesome system, man. So I, I, you know, I applaud you, and um, yeah, really want to thank you for coming on. This was this was like Autopot four hundred one lesson out there for all people, yeah. you know. Thank you guys, man. I we got into some pretty advanced stuff. That was cool. You got yeah. an open invitation, Manny. Anytime you want to come on, you know you're oh. welcome. Oh, dude, I love it. It's it's cool kidding with you guys. Um, maybe one day in person in the future, we'll see what's up. Cause uh, yeah, I ain't too far, man. I'm here in New York City, or if you're ever in the city, you know, holler at me. Um, but uh, but I enjoy it, dude. And I this is the kind of medium that we need because it's it's an education thing for us, you know. And conversations I've been having with my new representative is our biggest barrier is that people don't know that this is an option. We just want to be an option, considered with other options when it comes to automation and. You know, a lot of guys are sitting in, in their local hydroponic store and thinking about how they're going to step in automation. And, and oftentimes it's just not a consideration. We just want to be in the mix. We don't have to be the choice. We want to be one of the options. You know, is it going to be, you know, uh, current culture, oh. Floraflex? You know, we just want Autopot to be right there next to these guys. And more and more it is becoming like that. But it's not going to happen without people talking about it. And oftentimes the culture is I still talk to buddies, you know about different things like the, like the terps up product that's showing you i got a couple of my my friends on it on dispensaries so like i can tell nobody about this i'm like god damn it man. tell people about it it's okay well, tell about Autopot. Tell about know, it. sometimes it takes seeing to believing to to yeah. be a believer it really does um now if, if you're one of those people who you need to see it to believe it you come all come right on over to captain auto flowers page on instagram i will show you uh you know results growing auto flowers in auto pots it's as like like i said i'm the laziest grower i know if i can do it you can do it it's you know i you like in a g3 you've been only using it what like a couple of weeks now like a week but it, week. it, it is lazy growing really? in the best way possible a week that's awesome. like, and that's it and my girls are so happy great oh my gosh the like branches on these things are huge um no yeah they're just they're thrilled i'm thrilled everybody's thrilled good it's well a good situation i was gonna say if you have any questions feel free to reach out to me but you got two of the best uh resources right here you know on, on yeah i definitely like i was like i had to have put something together wrong right like <laughs> i had to have messed something up and i messaged monster and i'm like oh yeah how long is this supposed to take is this together right i don't know what i'm doing he's like it's fine stop <laughs> <laughs> yeah there's right. no Everything way that perfect. it can be this easy right that's it what you're so thinking easy. Like, no, it, it it's is. too it's, easy people call me and they're like they're like i don't think the valve's filling up it's not bottoming me out i just see water in there all the time and i'm like just chill you really babysat it yeah yeah but i, I always tell them it's like you, you, if you watch a clock it doesn't move like just uh -huh. chill out the plants look okay it's not overflowing or anything you know then you're fine but her um, question to me was, I'm not sure if it's wicking up or not. I'm like, is your tray full? She's like, yep. I'm like, well, then you're all set. Just yeah. yeah. The pot weight is helpful, too. But 
You know, well, you don't want to pick that up without the tray being off, you know. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah, because when you put it back down, you'll make a mess. I've done it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and the valve might fill at that point, and then you put the pot back in, you displace the water, and now the water level is way higher than it should be. Yes. And usually the valve will correct itself, but like one out of every 10 times, one every 20 could cause the valve to malfunction, and then it'll overflow. So you do want to be careful with that. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I was definitely, that's a, I was skeptical in the beginning. I was worried that I like couldn't move my plants around. And I was like, I like to spin my girls and like move things. And you're like, yeah, you can. I was like, you're sure? You're like, yeah. We, no might, have little, we might have a little wheelie base for the XL soon that, that attaches to a scrog. You know, it's all like a movable thing that we're in conjunction with another company. Available on our website. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exciting. That's how you guys, all three of you, you guys have free reign to any of our products. If you think something's cool and you want to play with it, you just let us know. We got you. Appreciate that, man, Manny. Thank you. Just saying, you know, New York's halfway between me and Monster. All three of us actually, we could plan a day. Yeah, come on up to the Big Apple. When's your When's the next event you guys are attending? Yeah, where are you going? Um, so I won't be there, but uh, we're doing Richmond, Virginia, um, the Canacon there. Oh, um, that's cool. Unfortunately, we didn't get in for this knee can in Albany, not this weekend, but next weekend. There's a knee can in Albany. Um, but I'm excited about New York, man. It's I, I live here in New York City. Um, and, and if y'all ever come out, I mean, I love the city. I'll, I'll, I'll show you around. I'm not from here, but I've, I've gotten to know it pretty well. And I can you tell like by you got a little twang there. Yeah, well, I'm from Florida, so, but <laughs> yeah. But uh, if y'all do come out, um, you know, I'd, I'd be happy to show you around. But I'm excited about about New York, man. I think the, this area around New York City, the greater metropolitan area around New York City, is going to be the biggest cannabis market in the world. You know, mm -hmm. the population here, the consumption that already exists, these laws that that are about to go into effect are are awesome. You know, and right. it's 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 great that that Cuomo you know, messed around and got in trouble because in the heat of all that, he passed a bill that he never wanted to pass just to, just to be popular. And, and now it's one of the best, I think, you know, oh, as far as cool. he goes and cannabis goes, I mean, out there for home growers and, oh. you know, the equity provided for people that want to get involved in retail and commercial cultivation, the micro cultivation licenses that are going to be available out here are going to be super cool. You know, it's be like kind of like brewery style, microbrewery style, you know, places oh, around the city. Yeah. Cause it's like, you have to look into know, that. It's going to be, dude, there's no cap on licensing for these initially. So hmm. from what I've read and you know, the things go back and forth, but this has been, this, this bill has been passed. It's just getting into action. But um, you know, the canopy space should be like five, 10,000 square feet on site consumption, on site sales, on site. Oh, shit. It's the only way. So you could have, you can have like a, like a, like a restaurant, basically, and like attached yeah. to your your grow, exactly go go to tour about. the operation. Were we talking about that this, this weekend? Is exactly, what seriously. We're talking about. Just like like you can see see behind the glass. Like there's, yeah, it's not like you can go do. in the room with the plants, but you just can like see a microbrewery. them. Right. Yeah, just yeah. like yeah. a brewery. They're in you there, know, and the you see after. the brewer yeah. working back there, and the right. big kettle, right. and all the steam. It's, it's like it's the only license that's fully vertically integrated out here. Right. Oh, so it's, it's, it's micro cultivation license. Super cool. Um, and then, you know, okay. I mean, I live out here, man. It's already like all the bodegas and all there, there's trucks on every corner just fucking selling pens and, and flour, <laughs> edibles. They're like, nice. instead of food nice. trucks, there's weed trucks everywhere, man. Every bodega, That's 
Awesome. Selling, it's like, yeah, yeah that sounds cool. Actually, I got all right. right. Well, I'm, I'm coming up soon. I'm, I'm I'll, I'll be in your DM soon, Manny. We gotta right, be, man. we'll, we'll be Let talking. That sounds I'm, badass. Hey, it's, it's it's a real invitation. I'd be happy to have you. And here. plus, you got yeah. a lot of people like who value their own time and mm -hmm. don't have the time to sit around hand watering all day. You know, I mean, you gotta grow. We're already, we're already selling a bunch of systems out here. They've already man. picked up, even though it hasn't fully. I think it's um. Uh, six months after the first retail cannabis is sold in dispensary, they're going to fully allow the home grow clause goes into effect. And then it's three plants per person, uh, 12 per household, six in flower. So badass. Yeah. Similar to Man, New York growers be like, hey, back off. I'm a growing here. Right. Don't you no, see? I got, I'm a... I got the best in the city. You know, you got the best in the city. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's just that fucking New York water. Yeah, well, like, yeah. <laughs> it's like the new strains will be like, the new, the new strains will be like Gabagool. Like, yo, you keep your Gabagool. Gabagool. I can't wait until that's a strain name, to be quite honest. Yeah, because I'm like, Italian. I will definitely grow that. Gabagool. Yeah, you'll grow Gabagool. They're like, uh, yeah, it has, it has hints of bolognese and old world pepperoni, you know? <laughs> Got to have those meat terps. Those yeah, meat terps. Yes. pepperoni you know? terps. You, know? uh, oh. you go on over to like Fat Eddie's Grow Up and, and watch, watch the cultivation take place and get yourself right. uh, a slice a new york pizza you'd be in heaven it's not bad man the problem is you'll hurt yourself eating all this food so you know yeah i already do you just just smoke a bowl your, your stomach will feel better you'll be hungry again yeah, eat more yeah. that's it's yeah. the perfect recipe i'll just hate myself the next day you know yeah man this was a fun show i think uh i think people out there will have learned a lot so um again we want to thank you we want to thank you and we want to thank all you listeners out there in podcast land who tune in live watch on youtube watch on twitch um, why don't you tell uh, everybody where they can find you manny where they can find yeah, products. i think our instagram is a great place autopot underscore usa um follow us on there at the youtube channel anybody can email me any questions manny at autopot-usa.com just like our website but manny at the front um and uh i don't know that's uh these are the, the best ways that to, to access us and you know uh, on instagram we'll, we'll we'll post you know anything we're doing in the future new products coming out um and go to your local retailers man they're, they're the best people these are the guys on the floor you know pushing just like you guys pushing the good word of autopod and getting our stuff out there and i can't thank those guys enough because they've been one of the biggest driving forces of getting autopod in people's hands um just all your local hydro stores and if they don't carry it you know let me know i'll get you a free autopod system if you get autopod in the store so holler at me nice. you know gotcha that's what's up man I, I love the accessibility the fact that you know you're bringing manufacturing into america you know you're the customer service counts for a lot and all us growers know we got some serious ass customer service problems out there in the industry. I don't even yeah. want to get started about that shit. We're too late in the show for that. But mm -hmm. again, you guys are are like a shining example of of how companies should behave and the you know accountability, transparency, all that stuff. Man, I love uh, it. So. Was, uh, I'll tell you real quick. I was troubleshooting some problems after the last show I did with you guys. That's what I do a lot of the day for people. I just help them out. And, um, and a lot of people went to me, it's like, oh man, I heard you on the, on the cultivation uh, conversation, you know, as I'm helping them with whatever they're doing. So that was, it was nice. just, it was funny to hear that. So 
Yeah. Well, but yeah, I, man. I, thanks, man. I, I appreciate it. And um, listen, you know, we'll 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 decrease the uh, the frequency in between. You know, the, these uh, these I conversations so. and occurrences. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. We'd like to have you on anytime you want to come on, man. You just let us know. Oh, You're open awesome anytime. Case. I enjoyed you it. Even have, you don't even have to have shit to talk about, dude. You can just sit back in the corner. You know, yeah. relax, smoke, smoke, the vape, you know, yeah. Yeah, the next one, I'll, get, I'll get high on the next one. I'll talk less. I'll listen to <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> well, yeah. we appreciate the info, man. And, um, again, um, thank you all listeners out there. Please find us on uh, Patreon. Support us if you can. Yeah. Head to um, our website, cultivationconversation.com. Uh, anything you need to know about the show is there. And don't forget code cc10 at autopaw usa ah, 10 right. off your order every time you order that code is good as long anytime you want to order just keep using the code 10 percent off it ain't going nowhere get yourself automated buy once cry once get the cadillac of automated watering systems take your fucking life back it's the best investment you will ever make in your grow i promise you know organic synthetic however you want to do it just you know don't think about it. Code CC10. Um, and yeah, if you have any questions, hit any one of us up. We'll be the, try to help you as best we can. And um, anything else you guys have to throw out there? Oh. We love you guys. You guys really do if appreciate you guys happen yourself. to uh, be watching this on YouTube, we do film live Tuesdays, usually at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard. So come see us on Twitch and join the conversation live. Yep. Thanks. That's a great point. Yeah, we do this live on Twitch and then upload to YouTube. You can also join the conversation on Discord. It's a good way to, uh, you know, find other growers who know what they're talking about. Um, it's a great resource. If you're not using Discord, you are missing the boat. So, um, guys, thank you again. Thank you. And um, I hope you all have a great night. We'll talk to you in a few more days. All right. Peace. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. And, uh, oh, yeah, don't get caught. <laughs> Most Take importantly. All right, have a good night. Bye, guys. Thanks again. Thank you.